made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Greetings and salutations from your friends over here at the Podwans Podcast and Star Wars Lawyer, a.k.a. The Law Wands. We're going to have a great show tonight. We're going to be talking about Order 66. When is it enough? Uh, So we have a great panel of guests. I am joined by my friends, the Podwans. We got Luke, Char Char, Jay, and Harith, who may not slander a clone today. So we are ready with our great panel of guests. Luke, bring our first one on. Doesn't matter who it is. Does not matter who it is. <laughs> Just jump scare okay. Chris and be like, it's hey, he's not expecting hey, it. Here huh. we go. And it's Master Al. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, everybody? And yes. How's it going, Master Al? It is going good. This is this is a emotionally exhausting time of year, so let's talk about an emotionally exhausting topic. It sounds good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. And next, uh, we have, Let's. I'll say someone this time, make it easier for you, Stardust M. Oh, I was going with Chase. I was like, all right. I got to go then, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Stardust M, Emily. Uh, long time no see on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Andor Prophet, the one show without Order 66. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> or a lightsaber. Or a lightsaber. Tony doesn't know what that is. For <laughs> now. Yes. See, no, I, Tony, I, I still had the theory that I was like, oh, maybe we'll get Order 66 from the Separatist point of view, because that'd be Uh-oh. interesting. Like, you know, you just have the Separatists on the world, and all of a sudden the clones start turning on the Jedi, and you're like, what do we do? <laughs> Are, do we, do we, we stop win? Them? Like, what? Like, do we win? No, everyone loses. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, our good friend Chase forward into the black. Oh, hi there. Hello there. That was a jump scare. Ooh. The way you just did that. I got a question. Does FNMA stand for fucking Master Allen? What? On a, on a bunch of the things, Friendly Neighborhood Master Allen is too many characters, and so oh, I, I guess right. I should have just stayed in. I should have just stayed in my work clothes because then I'd be like in the martial arts uniform, and then people would stop calling me Jedi Master Allen. <laughs> be like, no, that's not where I got the title from. I don't want to be a Jedi. Those are problems I don't need. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so everybody that is aware, we are going to be talking about Order sixty six, and I cannot stress this enough. This is not a debate. This is a nice orderly conversation. If voices are raised, there will be times where Chris, he's really good at this, can kind of direct us back to the conversation. And if we get going on funky things, I'll bang we'll be able to get back. Yeah, yeah. Chris exactly. forgot the yeah, forgot yeah, like yeah, the yeah, duel yeah. like but, well, except but, the is right now is a lightsaber. Yeah, just bang <laughs> the table. Courtesy of level up um, papers. So, uh, speaking of order 66, yeah, (laughs) um, but uh, if anybody's in chat, chat, um, oh, geez, uh, uh oh, here we go. JJ, get in here. (laughs) 
Yeah, JJ, JJ will be what here. Have we here. Oh, oh man. Uh if anybody would like to join in, uh we do have spots. Uh, if you're on the Discord, in the Pod One's Discord, uh let us know and then we can bring you in. We can send yeah. you a DM through Discord. Just DM Luke. Community yeah. conversation. Yes, it is community conversation. Uh Chris, you go ahead and get this started then. Yeah, why are we it's having this? Idea. Why are we having this discussion? Uh, so, if if you watch football or you only watched football on Monday, there was the <laughs> Mandalorian season three trailer at <laughs> halftime. And uh, uh, Harris, how do you feel about that football game? We don't talk about it. Okay, all right. It's like it's like we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> but no, we just don't. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, they talk about Bruno. Exactly. May still, the, is May still going to be here so that he can talk kick. about it? Because he's a good <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, you know, during the trailer, there is a perceived attack on the temple that might be Order 66, or it could be, you know, the Darksaber uh, retrieval. We don't know yet. But first thought was Order 66. So that uh, brought up some new Star Wars discourse as opposed to the three, you know, recycled uh topics and we did it uh, guys yeah we we, <laughs> we, we did it we broke through we, we managed to cut we managed to cut through the ray skywalker discourse the ray and luke discourse is over more annoying oh yeah. don't worry that's still happening in my comments and i have been blocking a lot of people so <laughs> as you should as you should so yeah so now we're we're gonna talk about whether uh we have narratively outgrown the need for more order 66 uh perspectives or scenes in uh star wars media uh because i think even though we're getting this a lot in, in television this also does extend to the video games with cal um comic books with kanan although that's a whole different story thanks dave uh and uh we'll see if we get them in in future books uh if they decide to go into that early uh, post empire uh phase well think about it chris we have that new inquisitor move uh that's true right although oh, and and that's one thing we can talk about order 66 from an uh someone that becomes an inquisitor other than reva um, and also know. the inquisitor no, yeah the grand inquisitor. we don't know what happened yeah. to the grand inquisitor right so we'll we'll just get into it uh i think Order 66 has obviously been around since Revenge of the Sith, but Order 66 outside of the movies has happened since 2005 uh, for a wide range of from the OG Battlefront to uh, where you are committing Order 66 as a clone to uh, the, yes. Yeah. yeah. You're, and, and, you're, I'm not, and, and to be honest, I, that, when you when you get into when you do that mission, it is wild. With it is one wild. Of the, you're just running around the temple as Jedi are just dying near you. It, it's not. It's not. It, it's not my favorite, but it's like Jesus Christ. If we got this on film, that would not have been good. That'd have been like thirty minutes of like. So it's so messed about. up. It's, it's also it led up. in with the best, I think, dialogue by a clone, mm -hmm. where they're basically saying like, "Did anybody have any silent traitorous thoughts as we, you know, marched on the uh, temple of Coruscant?" It's like, if we did, no one said it. No one said a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you play that if you play when you play that mission, I think that gives me like the goosebumps. Like yeah. the, the way Tamora Morrison says it is just like. And this was before the chips. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was it was thought it was that they had did, yeah yeah so the so they had thought that they were just they were like that they were there was all they they all knew the plan and they played their part and that's what they were gonna do you yeah. know with that's what I with Order sixty six with canon from what it was back then I think it's best that they did the chips mm-hmm. because then you have something you, you because. Remember when they were doing the Clone Wars, they were making these clones into having like personalities and to be actual human beings, right? And the horrifying part of Order 66 is that they are betraying a lot of the the, the commanders that they have connection with. Like like for example, Plo with with Wolf. Like imagine that. Except imagine, it wasn't Wolf. It wasn't well, not Wolf. Wolf, but it was, it was Jag. Like, yeah, it was Jag. But like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's like turning on the Jedi and having these uh, from having seven seasons of character development for all of these clones to have that be the reason the chip that the chips are the reason and not just that they're they're assholes they're or they're just good soldiers following orders exactly yeah I I, I think that that part of Order sixty six I think is probably the better part of it because I feel like if they didn't put the chips in it makes a lot of the clones. Like lose their humanity, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, because it's like y- you build them up so much in the Clone Wars series, <laughs> but if you don't have the have those chips, then they're like they're just backstabbers at that point. Well, and right. truly, and and for all the stuff that they put like Clone Commander and Jedi, you know, teammate through yes. in all of you know in all of those seasons. All the things they overcome, all the stuff that they encounter, all the weird backstabbing and other stuff that happens from other sources. Like to all of a sudden have Cody be 100% cool with firing artillery at Kenobi would be really That's heavy. That's heavy. Like that, that would be really weird. And so like having something make that make more sense is good. Now for anybody that has read the non-canon novelization, there's a really funny part in the book where... Like Cody, like Cody gets Order sixty six and then immediately laments because he just handed Kenobi back his lightsaber. He's like, "Why did I hand him back my lightsaber?" Yeah, my goodness, call came in like five seconds earlier. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And and so and and like I'll be, I will be completely honest. I have not especially loved any of the prequel novelizations, and that one's sort of like, eh. But, um, but like that's a that's a highlight of that book, like the way that they do that, and that again, it's before chips, and so it's like just the way that the like the attitude just flips and then um yeah one thing and this is kind of my whole thing about order 66 in general um and it's tie into the original trilogy um i think that the chips make sense with the clone wars being in existence but i think going from episode three into episode four you do have this pretty smooth transition of like yes the clone troopers will become the stormtroopers, So it does make sense that they will betray the Jedi. I think just the movies, I think it makes pretty good sense that they do this and that they were always insidiously trying to go after the Jedi. Um, I also, I think order 66 is very interesting and I think it's something that can be elaborated on has been elaborated on quite a lot. But the one thing that's always bothered me about even before we had like it showing up everywhere was it always felt like it was overshadowing ABY and BBY like the the battle of Yavin was the most important part of Star Mm -hmm. Wars and now with order 66 getting pretty much attention 
everywhere. It feels mm. like so. Why are we using ABY BBY? Is like the most important thing in Star Wars was the f- destruction of the first Death Star and the like, the first inkling that like the Empire might fall, uh, is now overshadowed by something that happened that was made decades later and happened years earlier. So mm-hmm. it's an inconsistent thing, and I get it. Stories elaborate, stories grow, but it's something that's always like as an OT person. Like I'm like. So, so then, Chase. Here's my question: If if that's the case, kids are on your lawn. (laughs) (laughs) My lawn. Clone Wars was mid until season five. Kids, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Clone Wars was mid after season five, but that's okay. I've never heard that one before. Wow. All right. In my opinion. Wow. Um. Clone Wars wasn't made for me. Clone Wars was never made for me. I was too old for Clone Wars when it came out. And there's and there's a whole lot of stuff in Clone Wars that, um, like I I wasn't the intended audience, and so yeah. I've never pretended like Clone Wars is a central part of Star Wars for me. But I also don't begrudge anybody for whom it is. No, oh, yeah, and, and that's and so like the so the Clone Wars being mid is a very very dismissive way of going. I was I wasn't the audience. This wasn't for me. There's a lot of stuff here that that wasn't what I was looking for from Star Wars and everything else. Like I'm sh- I know there are a bunch of people in the comment section, a bunch of people here. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion that like that was their that was their gateway into star wars oh, yeah. it's a huge part of the fandom for them and i, I don't want to i don't i don't want to poo-poo that or anything like that that mm-hmm. was just a like that was a spicy take to get a giggle so like, alan yeah. so alan like the way you just said that i feel like that is the nuance that is missing in these conversations that we have on twitter you know what i mean i feel like the the i feel like a lot of the Star Wars com- community are are very much they are they are the first to do what what in the hell? How does this guy keep coming back? What the hell? That, so, they commented on this last so, time. Sorry, yes, this yesterday is, this he commented the exact night. same thing from the yeah. Last night like, show. Uh, who are you talking to? Are you talking to me? I, I, mean, I, like, like, I thought it was the three of us. That's good. As Master Allen's now. So who are you talking about, Bub? Who are you talking about? Well, mine's finally like. Mine's finally like back after the shaving error. Like I have like I have lines again. It's great. I feel good. No, but I mean, <laughs> I, back to my question. What I, what I was gonna ask Chase? Chase, do you think that they should switch the ABY to before or after? No. No. no, absolutely not. And kind of to elaborate more on what Master Allen says, like I do enjoy the Clone Wars. Like there's, I have to say that all the time that I, I actually do enjoy the Clone Wars. I was too old when it came out to like fully enjoy it. Um, for me, Star Wars is stormtroopers, not clone troopers. But we have this new generation coming in where Star Wars is clone troopers, not stormtroopers. Um, so for them to say we're going to, I mean, they tried to do it in like one of those like visual dictionaries, like oh, uh, was it ASI BSI after Star Killer incident? Yeah, before Star Killer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. as much as I love the sequels, no absolutely not so if we do 
AO6, uh, BO6, like, nah, like, absolutely I, not. I could, I couldn't see AO6 or BO6 for the simple fact that the Emperor just kind of like hushed the Jedi away pretty much immediately. Yeah. So I could see like after the like AFE and BFE, like before the formation of the Empire and after the formation of the Empire. But for when it, but when it comes to mm-hmm. the rebellion and the New Republic, ABY and BBY still make sense. Because that's the definitive turning the point rebellion, of the rebellion. I think most people forget. I don't. I don't think it's the the rebellion was so central to the original trilogy. It's kind of what the whole original trilogy is built around. I think people forget how central the rebellion is to Star Wars. Sometimes yeah. I think the Jedi really sidetrack, but like, I not sidetrack. I'm sorry. I'm not a Jedi fan, <laughs> you know, but like, I think people forget. That's why Rogue how- One's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he doesn't like the laser swords. It's okay. I like the laser sword when it's in Ray's hand. <laughs> uh, um, but I think, like, sometimes, yeah, like, with the naming, people forget, like, I think when they forget how big, you know, how the, how the Empire was and how much that affected the galaxy. So, like Chase was saying, that being the turning point of them possibly being able to be taken down is a huge deal, as was yeah. just anybody being able to stand up to the empire in that way, but especially um, the rebellion. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's, let's pretend it's, let's pretend it's history instead of fiction. And mm-hmm. for our own timeline, the before Christ and the, in the year of our Lord thing didn't happen until hundreds of years after the point that was created as the arbitrary point. Mm-hmm. Like that was done retroactively. And Star Wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And so we are seeing the histories. And so the prequels, while they are from a storytelling standpoint, important to some people from a history of the world standpoint, the future sees the battle of Yavin as an important turning point within the galaxy. Whereas order 66 less so because it's not like the future isn't thinking about the rise of the authoritarianism that had to be destroyed, but the All the beginning of, it. of its crumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, and, and kind of to really touch on what Emily said is I, I do think as much as I do enjoy the lore of the Jedi and the force and the Sith. And like, there's a lot of really amazing things to explore. I love like digging into force lore. Star Wars was always about the rebellion versus the empire. Uh, and and I think even in the prequels, the reason that like the prequels got so much hate to begin with was the political discourse. It was the separatists versus the Republic. And it was also the form, the forming seeds with Padme building the rebellion um, in those movies. And even in the sequels, we we go back. It's, you know, the First Order versus the New Republic. But it, it's still like for me, it's like. It's stormtroopers versus the guerrilla warfare. It's TIE fighters versus X-wings. And it's like, yes. And then there's someone behind the scenes with a lightsaber uh, doing a lot of work. And that's great to see. But it's always been about the rebellion and the empire. And that's why I think that they chose to, you know, Poe is a a New Republic fighter and Finn is a defected stormtrooper because they were getting back to those roots of like, it is versus that with you know two people with lightsabers who act as like kind of the um like 
uh, like representation of the bigger battle going on. Kylo Ray okay. versus Ren is a representation of, in some ways, of the First Order versus the Rebellion. Yeah. When the, and the sequels aren't trying to be as heavily anti-war as the prequels were. Like that's, I mean, that's the Besides other thing. That like for one, as much as people, one part of Last Jedi, yeah, yeah, it's. But I mean, but like the, thematically, like the OT and the prequels are are very much a an admonishment of like of of the military imperialism of the United States between Iraq, Afghanistan, and then um, Vietnam. and and Vietnam. Vietnam. And and like and so like for me, part of the reason why animated Clone Wars never clicks for me is because when animated Clone Wars was coming out, my generation was the people that were going to the Middle East. I was a senior in high school when when nine eleven happened. Or excuse yeah. me, I was a freshman in college when nine eleven happened. And so like and so like all of the all of this like rah rah militarization and everything else, like all of all of that was happening to to my peers and going off to a foreign country and and all of these things and like there's a whole lot in the prequels that's like this is bullshit we should not be doing this and then and then the animated clone wars because it's humanizing a lot of aspects of this and glorifying the triumphs of the clones and all of these other things it's also like it's propaganda like it's that it's that part um um, but that was also a key part of like the merchandising and other things because all the clone stuff's really freaking cool. They're the best Lego <laughs> sets. Like they have the like the the clone dropship is in my opinion the coolest thing in Star Wars, with the possible exception of the Naboo fighter. I like that's that's I, what it is for me. Yeah, um, I love the LAT gunship. That's like one of my favorite it's, ships of all time. It's iconic as shit. I love mm-hmm. it. And it's also supposed to be a Black Hawk helicopter and there's yep. a whole lot of baggage to that particular vehicle. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um so... but to to get a little bit a uh, little bit of humor, uh Aiden <laughs> says that the timeline should be based on the liberation of Lothal. <laughs> then it would be LOL. Second I support it. I, support I mean that it. barely changes the events of what we ha- know now. You just move things like a couple up months. Three years. Year. <laughs> it's wait, wait, is it's, it a year is or is it three even... year? I it's it the same year. year. It's the same year. It's the same yeah, year. It's, oh, year. year. Oh, it's actually so like months. <laughs> well, and yeah. it's, oh, so then it's, you're good. In Star Wars, there's many different calendars to look from. Like there's the Lothal calendar, there's that the Central Republic calendar, CRC, which in like the actual Star Wars timeline, a new hope takes place in seven thousand nine hundred and seventy-seven CRC. You just add like six thousand to it. It's... All right, nerd. So for for pop ones, we do lore segments, and I think the first ever lore segment I did was about uh, timelines and calendars. And we were thinking like, what would be a perfect pinpoint for Year Zero in Star Wars? Like, and we came up with a bunch of different ideas. LOL. Yeah. And and kind of kind of to circle back kind of to what we're talking about, Order 66, and to again bounce off of what Alan said is if we're looking at this as like, you know, anti-war or or war focused thing, is this is kind of focusing on wartime atrocities. Um, you know, not to go down a weird list of stuff that the world has done. Um, it is kind of like imagine certain conflicts within history being uh you know we don't want to ignore 
the wartime atrocities. We don't want to shut those out from the general public. We should, we should learn about these, but like exploring and glorifying, um, like, I, I don't know. Imagine if like Schindler's list had sequels, like it would be an incredibly weird thing to explore. There is a cat. Uh, excuse me. Uh, no, I oh, heard him in the background. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> he, so I'm going to finish this and I'm going to go feed the cat. Um, but no, it, it's just like, we understand the wartime atrocity and we understand how important it is. And it is important and respectful to go into it. And what happened was terrible during order 66. And I think it's great work, like, especially with the bad batch exploring, like the trauma from the other side. Of like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm very conflicted. I thought we were the good guys, and I, I don't know if we're the good guys anymore. And like, these are interesting stories to tell, and I think they're worth worth telling. But it's like, these are lessons to be learned, not stories to you know, you know, embellish and fantasize about. It's mm. not, and like, I'm sorry, but like, the way that specifically dave filoni uses it it feels like oh it's 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 order it feels like i know i don't want to say this like lightly but it does feel at a certain point that it's like supposed to be emotionally which i know all stories emotionally manipulating audience right but it kind of feels like a cheap way to be like feel sorry like you know like for these characters not saying that i think that the Jedi, especially the living ones, we should explore their Order 66 trauma. I think that Clone War or Rebels did it in a really great way. We did not see Kanan's Order 66. We did see him deal with the fallout of it. We mm. saw him struggling with having to see his master die to having to trust the clones again. And I think that that to me is preferred versus let's just see it again because what what am i like i'm sorry but like what do we at this point i know that like the jedi were killed and you either escaped or died and i know that some people want to know how they escaped but like for the most part you can just assume that like they ran away <laughs> like or yeah. something happened or somebody saved them yeah i'm right with you so, on that m and uh I, so i don't understand well, like why sorry we can't like it's the same thing with like reva like Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is the source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. I just, it was a lot to see, but I don't feel as though uh, we went as deep into like, I mean, we saw the consequences of it, but I feel like we didn't go as deep into her trauma of experiencing that, especially as a child. Um, also, I will say I am growing extremely uncomfortable with the fact that they keep using children in Order 66. Um, I understand that that was the thing from the prequels, but 
the the past three times we've seen it, it's been with a child. And, and with everything going on in our real world, to put that oftentimes without some sort of warning, I know they added one to Kenobi, is a little like, I think, um, not like, I just feel like that should be a discussion. Like you, I think there needs to be a discussion about if you're going to continue to show children in a school environment going through a lot of violence we have to consider like the warnings that we might want to put on that media of the effect that that might have on the audience especially like you know people my age who might have had to experience things like that in in school or like through just like the media my age yeah so I yeah, turned, so that's... I turned forty last year. Columbine happened when I was a sophomore. Damn. So that that's one thing I remember Shit talking hasn't about. Is that something? No, 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 you're good. That's something I remember talking about prior to us getting the rise of Kylo Ren, when they were talking about how, like, all we knew based on the information we got from Han in The Force Awakens was that you know Kylo Ren, you know, destroyed the temple. And so to me at that point, I was 21 or 22. Yeah, that'd like, be right. Like Sandy Hook happened a couple years prior. Um, you know, like I remember, I, I, rem- I remember Virginia Tech. And yep. those. I was a senior when Virginia Tech happened. Yeah, I was in, in middle school and I remember going through active yeah. shooter drills because yep. of that. And, you know, like, fire drill, tornado drill, active shooter drill. I and... lived right by Columbine. That was the high school I would have gone to oh had my I God. not moved. <laughs> uh, so, I, everybody, I mean... everybody, hi, JJ. Hi, JJ. Hi, JJ. Hi, JJ. Hi, JJ. As, as we're going on this, I, uh, <laughs> I was on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was on a bike ride going to Boston from New York, and uh, we stopped at this random restaurant in Connecticut that was, like, next to where sandy hook was they've demolished oh, the school God. at this point but we were like mm. they're like oh were you guys here to see the memorial and we're like pardon Excuse mm. <laughs> pardon yeah. what memorial what was something good happened i hope oh. uh, so yeah will... so it no go it, ahead Chris. it's just something that i don't know if they take into consideration because really unlike at at this point like i i i am fine if we don't get order 66 scenes anymore, but I would yep. get, I'd rather get them from perspectives that we haven't seen, you know, like we don't necessarily need to see the tempo again, like with Grogu, like if I want to see like who rescued him and how he, like, if you're going to explore how he got from uh, the Jedi temple to uh, where we find him in Mandalorian season one, episode one, because Luke unlocked those memories in the book yep. of Boba and Fett. set up whoever it was that rescued him. Like yeah. that's that's a missing mm-hmm. piece of the story that's relevant. Right. That that's completely fine. You know, seeing maybe like an older like Jedi that became an Inquisitor and seeing how like what did you do during Order 66 that led you to the dark side? Yeah. Um, because that didn't happen with a lot of Jedi that we have mm-hmm. seen at this point. So how did that happen? The Grand Inquisitor, for example. Um you know, so there are different uh, situations. Like, I think they did explore, not because the, the Inquisitors didn't exist, but they did, like, there was, uh, it was Plo Koon's niece in Legends who had, uh, she had returned to the temple and she was, she had been set on an assignment to try and look into who the second Sith was. 
And so she was in the temple and she was looking into like some of the artifacts and like the force kind of overwhelmed her. And she like just took a nap in the middle of the library and wakes up in the middle of Order 66. Enough to see that was uh, a Shakun, right? Shakun, yeah, Yeah. to see Anakin kill Jocasta New, and then she has to escape, and she has like all that knowledge. So, you know, with canon, we have Ahsoka, pretty much a full story of Order 66. Cal is nearly complete. I argue Obi Wan and Yoda don't have a complete Order 66 because you have so much time missing from when they. You know, leave Kashyyyk and uh, Utapau to when they get to the temple. The, um, but wouldn't you argue that Obi Wan Kenobi series sort of fills that void after his escape? Mm-hmm. You know, we know he goes to Tatooine, and that was the end of it. No, no, no. I mean, in between, in in Revenge of the Sith, in between okay. going from Utapau, that to, one day. Yeah, like yeah. You know, like in, Ahsoka, we have yeah. Order sixty six order through right. all the clones with her being. Season seven, basically. Yeah. The entirety builds to it. That's the arc. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just seeing, like, I don't think we really need for anybody whose perspective we have seen, like, that full story. But I think we do need to explore people that were affected differently. They don't have to be children. No, yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say that, like, with Grogu, that is a baby-coded character. Yeah, he's... 50 and whatever species age you want to put that's a baby but because character. of how he ages he's right, a baby. right right exactly like his memories are never going to be under like reliable mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like you're not going to piece a whole story based on what he saw you don't know what he, mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he saw he's a child like that's why i'm like order 66 to me is just at this point mani- emotional manipulation to sort of draw up strong emotions out of star wars fans it's like it's our inability to move Oh, past this event i swear to god we can't go we can't do anything post sequels now thankfully we get an acolyte some high republic stuff now we're just stuck in this endless loop of just reliving this traumatic event over and over and over again like i don't know yeah i'm unless, right with you in that one because unless I was, it's not yeah. order 66 yeah yeah gonna... it could be it could be not order 66 but, it, but the other thing is is that i i can see where you're coming from jj mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like it, here's the thing. Like 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 Chris said it perfectly. Like it's it's narratively like the the way that they've that, like when it's used story wise, it's it's used for the purpose of telling the story. Like for Obi Wan Kenobi, for example, that's the backstory of Reva. Like that's that's necessary. It's not like they're throwing. Not it disagreeing. That was a, that was perfectly handled because it's served yeah. a character narrative and an arc for a, a new brand new character. Yeah, exactly. I get that. And, no, like Boba it, Fett. Like makes... when they used it for Boba Fett, that's weird. That's that's weird. That's and strange. It oversh- and it overshadows it now because, and I've always said, Mandalorian has never been about Mandalorian. It's he is literally a supporting character in his own story, <laughs> and we're seeing that now again with. What's overshadowing our conversation about Mandalorian? Again, the Jedi in the Order 66. It's It should be about his journey to redeem himself for taking off the, the helmet and traveling across the galaxy. But now we have to piece Grogu's memories. And according to some people, there's Anakin slicing through the door again. Like, how many yeah, times I, must I watch this man slice children in half? I'm sorry. So yeah, JJ, it's like watching, I watched Red Wedding once. No, twice because I was watching Bale react. That, wasn't even <laughs> that was epic, though. That was epic. <laughs> I was only watching Bale. Once is I good. Watch the scene. Once is once fine. Full screen Bale. That's I'm, the experience. I'm be honest. I haven't actually watched it. 
What? I haven't even, really? I haven't gotten to it. Yet. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen parts of it. I have not watched the full thing because I don't want to watch the full thing. I respect that decision. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not decision. Uh, emotional. JJ, I hate to. Game I, of I watched up to season four and they killed Tywin. I was like, well, there's no reason to watch Game of Thrones anymore. <laughs> Tywin. Uh, no, I, I, oh what I God. think about Order 66 is I think it's obviously an important event in the in the story of Star Wars. Very. I think we can continue to explore Order 66. And I think that can happen in a pre and post fashion. We can explore stuff like what happens in the Fives arc from Clone Wars, like the lead up, like people finding out that something's not entirely right. And this is how we get the inhibitor chips. And I think... Again, kind of what we said in the very, very beginning of like, it doesn't make it. Cat, please. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Order 66 is so cool. Anakin Skywalker needs to kill more kids. <laughs> that, that's I, what that cat thing is. I know. I guarantee you. Cats Chase, if I was home, that would be me. If I was hey. by my house, this would be me. My cat. Hey, is Chase, why is your cat in r slash prequel memes? Uh, it's not my cat, it's my roommate's <laughs> cat. My cat is sweet. <laughs> And only wants to watch Star Wars Visions all day. Okay. <laughs> why, why is that cat there's, watching there's Star Wars Resistance, Sam. Oh, God. Resistance <laughs> is the best show. Uh, but no, I, I think, like, like, again, the Fives arc, I think the Bad Batch, like, exploring the post-realization of Order 66 and, like, how, you know, characters like Crosshair are like, mm-hmm. is it the inhibitor chip or are you just a freaking crazy you're motherfucker dipshit. you're a dipshit <laughs> um and then you know what we're getting now with you know spoilers for season two but the stuff with like hey cody like maybe has the chip maybe doesn't but he's like this is wrong it is not just soldiers follow orders getting stuff with cal after it and being like i'm done with this i like this is ridiculous you know it's Perfect. like it's great it like the 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 pre and post order 66 is fine it's worth exploring we know what happens the clones went into the temple, opened fire. Anakin went to the temple and started swinging. We no know question. what happened. Uh, we we don't do, need to keep going back. But here's, here's my here's my response because I do a lot of Anakin content. No matter how many times we see the atrocities that Anakin commits, there are still people that blame the Jedi for Anakin committing them. But that gets that gets harder and harder to do when people are experiencing stories from the perspective of the victims instead of the perspective of the victims. Do you think anything honestly changed since we saw him slice, nearly slice Reva and Kenobi, when you get an up close of his face? But, that's, but that's Vader, and people, people divorce Vader I and Anakin. I hate that shit. It's so annoying. But, they, but, it, well, but it's also, but so like, if, you, if, we, if we made a TikTok right now, if any one of us did it, and we said Vader is evil, Nobody would come into our comments and argue with us. But if we went in well, and made that same video and say Anakin is evil, then it's a lot it's a lot more difficult because some people would perceive Anakin before his fall and and be like, Well, no, he, he wasn't evil, but he did do bad things. Whereas like with Vader, because of that line of demarcation, and that's part of the the way that people experience the character, not just in terms of like not like because some people recognize they're the same person but like with the way that you talk about them if you say Anakin it's before that and all and and so that's part of it but like but that's the one of the things that in theater film whatever like code is when a character harms animals or children that is the point where you are supposed to understand as the audience that whatever it was that person could have been because like this happens in in Macbeth, this happens in all kinds of stuff. Like that's that's the code for whatever they could have been, whatever the good outcomes were, those are all gone. 
like so this, this choice burned that bridge. And like as Star Wars fans, we still haven't. That's still not how we perceive that event. With <laughs> with Anakin, we have a people have a hindsight is twenty twenty issue. You watch that character from birth. You watch them be a sweet innocent child. So hindsight twenty is always going to be there. But I don't think that we need to be treated to a, a massacre every single time so that we have talking points on totally. the internet against weirdos. I'm sorry. I, like no, at some no, point, I totally like, agree. I'm, I'm ready to be away from this era as much as you are. Like we're on the right. same page with that. Right. Over, overshadows so much of our conversation. Show. And you're not going to get it if I keep getting Order 66 every single fucking time. So, yeah, where was, was Lando? Where was Lando during Order 66? He's just flying the Falcon and being like, damn. Lando's there with the Martinez. He's like, yeah, fire. that's fucked up down there. And I'm He's getting the hell out of here. L3, can you get us out of here? This is nasty. Weird shit. Oh, no, L3 was liberating the Jedi's droids during Order 66. Yeah, she was, like, she was like, come with me. No, no L3 is like helping all the battle droids, like, run away. I would watch the shit out of that. I really would. So, oh. I guess. I, I was, so any pers- L3 content, I'm in. Any and all yeah. L3 content, I'm in. Um, so, I guess the perspectives that I still want from Order 66, like, so I've talked about the Inquisitors. I want. Old other older Jedi masters that weren't on Coruscant, like that we know survived, like at some point, you know, like well, I know, we know Eth Koth like dies in in some at yep yeah, but like you know, uh, like Opal Rancisis, that is a giant snake man, an old giant snake man. How does he just escape and just go out in the galaxy somewhere? Like because he's sexy, someone who you can't get rid of sexy characters like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did in Legends, uh, oh, but like, Jesus. like I, how I killed he... Cassie and Andor. That's a false fact. <laughs> you can, you can mark sexy characters. You can't kill sexy characters. You absolutely cannot. <laughs> but they, um, but no, like, and I think his perspective would be interesting because besides Yoda, he's the only one that was alive during the High Republic. Mm-hmm. and lived post-Order 66. So what is his perspective going from the golden age of the Jedi through the fall of the Jedi, fall of the Republic, and how does he go about the the Empire? That's a perspective that I would want because all we have is... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Really, Kenobi, because we don't really get all that much into Yoda post orders. I mean, granted, we don't really have a lot of Yoda during anything. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's just the the character that we is don't there... know anything about. 
But like, so, have you guys noticed that nobody ever actually talks about Order 66 and any, any of these Star Wars properties? Nobody's actually saying it. What? To what actually happened? So, and they're not having conversations about it at all. Maybe in the Bad Batch, now that we have their perspective. Oh, and, in Rebels. The, well, yeah, Rebels, Rebels talk yeah, a lot yeah, of, they talk about it a little bit, but like from a, from a uh, story standpoint, so from a story standpoint, you also have to remember that the Empire was literally erasing all records of, of the Jedi. Everything mm. that was ever brought up after Order 66 was, was deleted. Like, the, there was no knowledge of the, of the... If you weren't alive during that time period, you wouldn't know what a Jedi is. You would mm. think that they... Just like how Luke says it in A New Hope, that it's a... Like, like Owen Lars says, it's a hokey religion. Like, it, like it's, it's not real. You know what I mean? So that's 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 also how I look at or, at Order sixty six is like if you look from it at it and, and I look at it from a story standpoint, right? Okay. That's I, I when I watch Star Wars, it's all story based. Like I am, I, I I take my hat my reality head off, and I'm watching what is in 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 the universe. You know what I mean? You have to accept the meta, it, otherwise it doesn't like exactly. The, the pieces yeah, you do not fit together well enough to and, ignore the meta. And my thing <laughs> is, is that so in that trailer, in this trailer, we watched it. We and they like we also have to remember. And Bale brought this up in a in a conversation that we had a little bit a while ago in a different in a different medium. And he was like, realistically, that in that trailer, it was what two seconds. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see much. All we saw were older Jedi, and we and we and we get and it's with intercut with Grogu's face. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we don't really know what exactly we're getting. We all are thinking we have no context right? for the scene at so, all. Like and yeah. I mean, it's very similar to the Boba Fett one, though. The, the yeah, it, it is. Very but like, and the other thing is like <clears throat> narratively, we 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 have these questions. How did Grogu get? Hundred percent, and and it and it fit, and I feel like that's why I don't have as much problem with it. Bring it into Mando because it is essential to Grogu, which I think Grogu's going to end end up taking over Din's spot. He's going to be the Mandalorian. They're going to have Grogu like, the Mandalorian. I like as soon the most as I s- comment, whoever can do that. Uh, which interesting. Comment? The the Corellia had- copy works on that. That. It could be this is what I'm choosing. <gasps> this is what I am choosing to believe. Jedi yes. by, by hair, <laughs> by happy temple memories. You mean That's like happy tree comment. friends? Happy. Why am I imagining like the the robot chicken one? Chris, do not wreck this for me. <laughs> with a happy ending, for fuck's sake, man! Like we don't have one. I have not had a Star Wars with a happy ending since I was like Return of the Jedi, ten years old. Like, <laughs> Resistance Uh-oh. has a happy ending. Yes, it does. Resistance has a happy ben, ending. That is true. Ben's not in Still Resistance. Still not gonna get me to watch that. Even... God, Resistance uh, is the best animated show. It really is. Facts. So, so I guess for for me, ever since I saw, I can't remember their name. On I retweeted them on Twitter when they said it, but it like that was the retrieval of the dark saber mission. Like, yeah, I want yes. that. That I want, would be really I want cool. That above finding out who rescued Grogu, even if well, not if it's Quinlan Boss. If it's Quinlan Boss, I want to see. Like I'm a Beerus. Like, we Okay, I would need a Star Wars Zuko. Zuko, so fucking bad. Beerus, this is her redemption arc. I'm staking my money on it. Fingers crossed. I mean, I'm I'm down with. I don't know if I want David John to write John Favreau to write Beerus, though. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. I'm 100 with. I love. I would love to see more of Ferris, but I 
They're never going to give Favreau women to, to write any Clone Wars material. They're never going to do it. They're just going to put him in director spots and call it feminism, but they're not going yeah. to actually write text and dialogue. You Look, know what? They're probably would saying. Bryce Dallas Howard the... direct Varys beautifully? Yes, I'm sure. But 100%. <laughs> she could only do so much with the script. <laughs> yeah. The script is the script. Who's writing the script? That's what I, that's what I care about. Well, I, I got like five minutes. I got to go do bedtime and story. Yeah, me. I'm, I'm not, I am house full of guests, so I can't no, stay much yeah. longer. You guys are no, no, no. no, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, since y'all are going to uh, go soon, if y'all have any, you know, closing closing thoughts, anything you want to say about it. Go, JJ. Uh, okay, I'll say one thing. If we're going to keep having Order 66, I don't have a problem being a background sort of a suggestion. It's happening. I don't need to see kids getting slashed. I don't need kids being terrified. I don't need kids okay. being chased. I don't need Jedi to die. I've seen enough Jedi die for the rest of my effing life. Like suggested. I think art of suggestion should still be a thing, especially if you're going to use Order 66 as a way to tell a story, which Grogu's rescue. That's a huge narrative yep. that supports Order 66, and I'm down for it. Absolutely. I just I just have an issue with it. just how much we get. It's oversaturating this entire universe that we cannot move past it. What are our discussions all the time? Either defending or... Um, 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 I mean, um, uh, uh, criticizing Anakin, uh, supporting Ray in the, in the sequels. It's all these same conversations that we keep having. We just cannot move past some of these events. And Order 66 is not a defining point of Star Wars. Like You guys said it the best. Rebellion was. <laughs> that was it. So, I don't know. I'm just tired of seeing kids being chased down. It comes down to it. I'm, over I'm becoming desensitized to it, so... That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I got desensitized in 2005 when I marched on the temple or in the Revenge yeah, of the Sith game where I took yeah. down Centrality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, it, was, it, was, it was it was back to back. Yeah. Well, that game came out a month before the movie, actually. Yeah, released. the Revenge of the Sith video game came out a month before the That's movie. Terrifying. And that, not everything is exactly like the the film but it's it's pretty close yeah you got the plot I oh mean, yeah you got I all think, the plot pretty much I, I still think the worst death in that game is not syndrolic it's jocasta new when anakin force oh, grabs her oh, and like stabs yeah, her with a lightsaber like, i'm like hor horrifying as a kid as a kid i'm like you're like what the hell <laughs> Wait, Anakin, no. What? This was also like the PS2 era of video games where yes! like the writers and editors could get away with anything. <laughs> yes. And then you get the weird graphical change because they'll put the actual like scenes from the movie and then it'll go to like PS2 yes! graphics and then it'll go to the game. So good. If you want to if you want a wild time play a game called God Hand and uh it is it's oh, a great man. game. Oh, You're like, oh, my God, this came out. Oh, I don't mean to interrupt. I got to run, you guys. Um, Thanks, JJ. Goodbye, JJ. Thank you. Go follow JJ, Hi, JJ on all of <laughs> your social medias. Thank you. We'll talk more about this in the future, I'm sure. <laughs> this might be like we'll get, a We'll get a couple of weeks thing. of content out of all of this. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. All right, Alan. Yeah. Um. Turn. So the one thing that I got to say is the event of Order 66 itself is now becoming redundant as a method of emotional conflict. Like back then, at one point, Order 66 was treated as a, oh, I can't watch. I'm sorry. I'm not watching it. But now some fans are like, hell yeah, more Anakin, which is completely what you not should be you not should be looking forward to when you oh, look at those that. people. So I still can't even watch Order 66 at some point. And I love it's just it's just Skywalker. way too I just hard. See that. I don't but see knowing that. in the back of my head that there are fans out there that are excited about someone doing mass genocide, it hurts my head. 
I remember seriously. I remember people that want a Darth Vader movie that's basically just Friday the 13th except with Vader. And and this is my thing with Order 66 as well. They keep putting in. I don't think the the fandom handles Order 66 well. I made a video that I said I don't like Order 66 jokes. One, I think they're way overused. Two, at this point, the way that we've seen it, especially since, like I said, the last three times have been with children, I don't find the jokes funny anymore. I don't find younglings say your jokes no. funny. I never um, did. But yeah, but I don't find them funny. And I just think that like, it's like a, like a certain part of the fandom is not, um, cannot emotionally handle this beat because what the writers are trying to do is be like, this is a very serious thing. And we have become so deep and certain parts of the fandom have become so desensitized to it that they now see it as a joke thing. And then in my opinion, that also doesn't help the narrative. Like it just like, I think, especially after Kenobi, um, both, both that didn't help, but like seeing that and, Hearing what Reva had to do to live through Order sixty six, yeah, I was right after watching... right after Uvaldi. It's not funny. It's not yeah, funny. I don't want to hear I, your. I don't want to hear I was... your. I like. I hate children like Anakin jokes. I just yeah, and that's I was... part of why I'm like we need to move on for Order sixty six. I was actually rewatching episode five of Kenobi uh, before I left work today, and I just remember her Reva and uh, Obi Wan right by the door, and she was saying, "I had to." Uh, lie i had to play dead and lie in the bodies while they were going cold and i'm like stop making jokes about this mm-hmm. please like, it's, it's it is the way people are taking it and are like so excited about seeing it it's it's yeah. so wrong i remember i remember that being a discourse in the fandom like i remember like when it happened i was just like great we appeased those fans that wanted to see anakin murder children i did not need to see this I think, and this is kind of like going off kind of more at what we were talking about earlier, is I do think one of the worst things to happen to Anakin was the Clone Wars. Um, I think the Clone Wars humanizes Feed Anakin your wife, man. so Feed your much. wife. Happy, li- happy wife, happy life. Please, do not please feed Mrs. Mrs. Chaco. Happy house, Luke. Uh, it's oh, 2023. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, like, I, I think the what the clone wars does is it makes Anakin this really cool dude. He's sky guy in the clone wars. And he's not that in episode one and two, he's the little boy who races pod racers. And he's the emotionally awkward, creepy wannabe boyfriend in episode two, which is like, Hey, this is an interesting arc. Let's see where it goes. And then he goes to become like a super suave, super confident, super cool guy that a lot of young kids will relate to uh, compared to what he is in episode one and two. He's like a super, not a high bar. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But like, it's just all these kids grew to grow with Anakin. And it's just like, because he's such a cool dude. And again, he's sky guy in the clone wars. So, and like, and, and let's, let's take this into, because, and I can, I can bridge this into being able to tap out because I got to go read books for, um, for my own kids. Um, but so, Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. 
You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Anakin is on the path of radicalization that many, many adolescent young men within the fandom are also on. And so, yeah. like, and that, and this is why, like, I, I, I started yesterday, and oh my god, um, but talking about Anakin through the lens of Anakin made choices, they were bad choices. There are always people that come into the comment section and then say, "No, the but the Jedi think, think, think." And so, I, I, I decided yesterday. All right, fine. Nobody is doing the Palpatine as a groomer and a child predator content. I'm going to start doing that. And so then you get to. You get to take the blame off of Anakin because that's the thing people are emotionally invested in doing. Because if Anakin's a villain and I empathize with all of these these feelings that he's having and these struggles that he's having, that means I might be a villain. I'm not okay with that. And so I need to make an excuse for why it's not Anakin. And so we put it on Palpatine. But Palpatine is the figure in the stories that's telling Anakin all of the things that some of these emotionally kind of repressed people are feeling, which is that like these things should be theirs. It's they, they need to be able to feel sad and angry, but they're feeling ashamed of those things that they can't express them because Anakin is listening to this character that is feeding him into his ego and his insecurity. And those are all feelings that they are struggling with that they don't know how to communicate either. Yeah. And so they see the Jedi talking to Anakin about processing those feelings as the people in their lives that won't get off their back. And if they just didn't have these people in their lives doing that to them, they would be okay. They'd be managing all of this stuff fine. If people would just not expect them to be emotionally competent, then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? No, no Alan, you're, Alan, Alan, you're, 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 you are spot on. And, and, that, is... and so, like, and, and that's why that's forever going to be in the fandom. And yeah. we are also forever going to have it in our fandom because, like, we are always going to accumulate people that are adolescent that feel out of place that are really good targets for, for that type of grooming. Unfortunately. And there are lots of other fandoms that have it as well. Video games and whatever. Like take your, yeah, you're spot on. You're spot on Alan. Yep. Nice. Uh, I mean, everything that you said was true there. I mean, it's just the way people depict the event. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. the, The things that are, that happen it's all a matter of perspective. You can be those people that merge the two characters together. Whatever. That's your prerogative. Me, I separate the two. I once once thought years ago that they were the same. But then I started to understand the conflict between Anakin as a separate character. And I'm like, okay. Anakin does have problems that do coexist with Vader. So everyone that's trying to defend Anakin and say, oh no, they're separate... It's because of the idea that um, Anakin's always had these types of problems. It, like they never just sprouted up. Yeah, it's like, not. We it's see not, this in episode two with the Tuscans. He's mm-hmm. always had this type of animosity and frustration towards the people that never looked out for him or never supported him and took everything from him. He always had that revenge within him, no matter what. So, it's. I mean, in some aspects. Seeing what he did to the Tuscans and then Order 66, it's not really like a crazy thing. Like the Jedi should have foresaw this. Like they they were aware because Yoda was like, um uh for forgetting this, uh he's he's talking about a dark path that we're gonna be following with this. 
Yeah, the Clone and Wars in should... season six. Yeah. And they still do it despite knowing the risks that are at play. And Anakin has always had these issues. But for the fans to be like, oh, yeah, that wasn't Anakin's fault. Anakin wasn't doing this. It was Vader. Oh, don't get it. That might be a whole conversation in and of itself. <laughs> that could be in a different yeah. discussion. No, no, that's, that's a different a level. Sure, yeah. No, 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 that's a, that's a different discussion. And but, my God, I will slam my head into a table. Yeah. I have so many thoughts on Anakin Skywalker. It's not funny. I feel like everybody does. <laughs> but back onto the idea that of uh, of Order sixty six's usage, I wish that we could see more Order sixty six, not from the aspect of like clones shooting the jedi i wish it was more like like groups escaping the temple or escaping yeah. places very similar making to how it, um it kind ex- of like similar a... to how Kanan escaped yeah like a little story like that where it's not so much pew 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 but more of yeah we gotta go we gotta go we gotta move um but i mean i guess people just uh... like death it's it's very weird and it's unsettling I, I don't know if we need like, like escape scenes from from the temple or I mean you know, like another cow for fallen uh, order yeah. that was another bad batch of you know with Caleb and and Depa Balaba like we don't need any I don't think we need anything of that like right after it happened or during it it's just like we can definitely go into you know a young Jedi that goes into hiding um and is found we can go into clones that you know we can go into like return of the jedi or post return of the jedi era where the clones are old and like we can see like we can explore like ptsd of order 66 from their point of view we can go into the separatists we can go into the government cover-up of like no what do you mean the jedi were slaughtered they were like they were traitors to your state. Like from the separatists, it's like, oh no, the Galactic Empire makes sense because like we always knew the Jedi were evil. They were our enemies. And then Senator Palpatine knew, Palpatine knew that too. Like we can go into those stories yeah. and or we like can the individual planets and like what happened there and like what yeah, a whole deep dive into the uh, the propaganda from. Well, and I feel like they've and I feel like they touched on it in in episode three of the Bad Batch. Like when she's holding that guy hostage, she says Dooku was ultimately right. Like it did, the Republic did, and it was corrupt, and it didn't turn into the Empire. And he's in, and from a certain point of view, absolutely that 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 I mean that's what happened. But it, I find, it, and I totally agree with you, Chase. I think we need Order sixty six from a different perspective that has nothing to do with the Jedi or the clones. Yeah, I think the average, the average, like citizen of the Republic. How are those people going to react? The Martez to... sisters watching the exactly. temple on fire from where yeah. they were. I I've made like I've made jokes about this, but Cyril has clone action figures. So in my mind, yeah, that's right. it's he entirely that. possible that he had Jedi action figures that his mother, when they switched, took away from him because you know yeah. they wanted to get rid of that. They didn't want to be associated with that that's on but he gets to her. keep but he gets to keep the clone troopers because like they're considered in line mm-hmm. with Empire. Cyril's like, mom stuff, i don't want to want you to play, with, play this with this anymore, anymore. but like stuff like that there there were probably children who who were who liked the jedi and were interested in them yeah, and their parents yeah. had to say no <laughs> like we can't like if for your own safety for our own safety we can't be doing that anymore kids yeah. who found sticks and were playing lightsaber battle that their parents 
yeah um, that's, that's, no. <laughs> that's interesting because i mean if you have like a parallel universe where you put yourself into that in cyril's position and that time comes when you're a resident on coruscant and this happens your parents yeah. just come in your room and say do you have any jedi action figures you see the dump, temple dump, burning. dumpster 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 i'm like right yeah <laughs> you see you maybe saw jedi that used to like walk around like yeah, yeah, I mean, then... when you're a kid, like if you put yourself in that position, you're a kid and you don't understand why, like, mm-hmm. you're, why your parents throwing out all these Jedi action figures and why they're seen as the uh, the foes of this. And because I mean, when you're a kid, you don't really understand much. Okay, Haley makes a great point. If anyone has heard because... Beings of the Galaxy's episode of the Jedi, his mother, Jedi mother, they do that. They do that. See, they so should well. have a perspective of of Jedi's. Of of the families of the Jedi's that have given them up, mm-hmm. think about that. Think about that emotionally. Like it's it like you don't have to see anything, but you can hear. You can hear reports of families that had like you could do one that they just had dropped off, or like they had just like their child was just being discovered by the Jedi. And then well, I mean, we do get a little bit of a glimpse of it in Clone Wars with that when uh, Obi Wan goes to Rodia to save that kid. Yeah, well, Bane, Yeah. Because, or in Rebels I mean, when they're rescuing the younglings from the Inquisitors. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, because the, the lady was like, oh, yeah, um, the Jedi are bad because they were manipulating the, the mother. And because, I mean, I'm sure Palpatine has did that to everybody. <laughs> Just yeah. convinced them that the Jedi are evil. They're vicious. They don't care about the people. And yeah, I digress. Chase, yeah. go ahead. I, I mean, kind of to bounce off of what Emily and and Haley were kind of saying is these outside perspectives. I think we can also draw parallels to the real world of like the transition of American exceptionalism going from World War II to the Vietnam War to today, Mm -hmm. where basically we have World War II. That's the Clone Wars. Everything's great. America's amazing. The clones and the Jedi are great. And it's like, ooh, maybe the military is not so good. That's the Vietnam War. That's the Jedi aren't so good. And then now with the Bad Batch, we're starting to see the like, we don't actually need the clones. The clones aren't so great either. Yeah, the empire is great. And then we get into the modern era and Gulf war. And we start to see that, Oh, America itself can be a little bit corrupt. And that's when we get into the, Oh, how far does it go from one person being like, you know, we have like in lost stars where it's like, how far down the rabbit hole do you go of supporting the empire or supporting, you know, what was good about the Republic? It's like, it wasn't that the Jedi or the clones were inherently evil. It's just, they were, they were deceived. They were deceived. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we can get that. We can have that average everyday person perspective of someone that goes down that rabbit hole, both sides. And because it's like it it is like you said, like Cyril has toys of clones and uh, other people do like there was propaganda on both sides. We see it in the Clone Wars. We see it everywhere. And it's like it didn't go away overnight. Right. Um, Right. And like one of my favorite depictions, obviously it's not canon, but like I really like the idea that Mike Chen put out of like the 2003 Clone Wars is like the Republic propaganda of like the Jedi are heroes. Look at like look at these hairification of the Jedi and the clones and like how that represents. And then again, speaking of Lost Stars, that's one of my favorite depictions of like the Clone Wars of like the ISB of them learning about how Mace Windu interrupted the peaceful execution on Geonosis and like how they tried to Palpatine tries to spin that. Again, like those are my, my favorite type of stories. Yeah, and it's so funny because it's like you look, you hear that, and you're like, "That's not how that happened." And Anakin was there. Interesting. Another one. Another way of getting rid of Skywalker Palpatine. Good job. Good job. But 
But you know, you know what would be a, it, an amazing story, though, for, like, post-Order 66, like, Republic citizens, is them assimilating to the um, the Imperial culture. Well, we see is that them... a little bit in Bad Batch. Season 1, yeah. We do. The, the well, like, 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 and the people, Star. like, that's the statue of Palpatine that's being built that eventually gets taken down in Return of the Jedi. And yeah. how the people, like, reacted to that shift. And... And what they did on the side as to like if there were like any rebellious people and what what they would face in terms of, you know, going against the uh, the Empire. I, I think that it would be a very good story to tell, because what if there were citizens that were involved with Order 66? Like, like well, you if, did like have if, citizens like if someone like Bail Organa, like, yeah. like if Bail Organa, like did something about it, like, you know, things like that. No, but Chris, you were you were saying something. You, you know what post-Order 66 story I want? A group of clones led by Rex to go and try and take down Vader because he, you know, Vader is the one that killed all the Jedi, killed Skywalker, and then Rex learns that Vader is Anakin. And that's why he goes to go retire and hunt Jalupas on that one planet. But I feel because like because he can't it, bring himself to kill Vader. That would be a good reason, but I feel like that's not where they're gonna go to. Because I always was oh, under the impression that Rex never knew. Not. Yeah, absolutely nope, not. Not until we get that Return of the Jedi, the Jedi. Pav later this year, and Luke and Rex have a conversation. Oh, that's gonna be the I best one of the best stories in that book that happens. I can't wait. Yeah, but. I mean, kind of. I don't. I don't want to say devil's advocate, but kind of to go back. I mean, I I do think there are stories that can hold even during order 66 even still that can have good emotional weight i as as much as i know i've talked to i think a lot of you like individually about my problems with the siege of mandalore and ahsoka uh in general the the scene with ahsoka and rex during order 66 is probably one of the most impactful things i've ever seen in star wars like just just pulling the helmet off of rex and seeing him cry like it's like the amount of edits on TikTok of that alone <laughs> is like, it's like, I don't need this today. I hate this. Um, but I, I think we can do it. And I think that was done. You know, I don't think, I don't want to say all of Siege of Vandalore was done tastefully and, and done well with continuity. It wasn't. Uh, I'll be the first to admit it, but I do think there is a good story to tell. There is emotional way and represent and we, and it doesn't revolve around, gunning down jedi um you know it can it can have you know those stories we can't have a, those stories told and they can be meaningful and effective and i think it's just you got to be careful with it i mean it's like i i remember kind of going back to what i said earlier it's like we don't have a sequel to schindler's list for a reason um yeah. like we don't have a lot of movies about those things we don't oversaturate the market with movies around atrocities they exist they're usually very well done very well cared for um, yeah. and it's not done for the sake of, oh man, is it, it's like, isn't it cool when, you know, someone opens fire on these people? It's like, no, it's not cool. That's the point. And it's meant to drive something home. It's not about the Jedi shoot fest. Like, and I think yeah. that's what I think a lot of people do want. And I think there are content creators out there that are perpetuating that, um, Absolutely. out there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And I think that's why, like, a story about that really delves into sort of the emotional trauma and healing that a Jedi would have to go through after experiencing something like that could be really effective because I think it's a way to ground it again to say, like, you know, this had a deep impact. And I also think 
you know, generally when we just look at, you know, the stories that Star Wars tell and how it can um, help people in the real world, like uh, having a survivor's narrative like that um, and it fitting into like the overall agenda of hope of like, you can suffer or you can, you might go through terrible things. You might suffer something, but you can survive and you can rebuild and, and you can heal and maybe it will never be gone. It'll always be a part of you, but you know, there are ways in which you can get, um, get better, uh, would be really impactful. Um, and, you know, I, I think, and like I said, I think Rebels did it a little bit with Kanan, but I think, um, with every other Jedi, there's a lot of potential for that, especially I think Jedi who did survive it as when they were not like Grogu, like baby, but like Padawans, um, who like Kanan might have had to see whose masters maybe died to protect them. Cal. Who, mm-hmm. Cal, who who maybe even didn't who maybe weren't with their masters at that time. So yeah. they don't know what happened to them. Uh like I just um I think that could be a really uh compelling story in a way which, you know, we don't have to see Order 66 again, but we can see the fallout of it. And I think that is maybe where like I think what we're saying is like we just want to see the shift from it actually being on screen to let's see what the fallout is mm-hmm. on those who experienced it. To, and you know, to that point, one thing that could be interesting, like when you said like a Padawan that was away from their master, like imagine like a few days goes by and a Padawan comes back and the chips no longer activated at least you know, like as far as we can tell with like mm-hmm. some of the clones we've spent up close and personal on uh bad batch being a, a different kind of uh breed because at least we see with jesse even you know like a few hours after it's been called he's con- he's uh, aware enough to consider what's going on like what do the clones do in that situation you know yeah, like, like what cody does in bad batch right like you know what and and that's more from the clone's perspective. But, you know, like, that's an interesting perspective to explore, which is something we didn't get um, in Legends. We got a lot of Jedi's perspective. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't get uh, the clones because besides, like, three of them, they didn't really have personalities besides being uh, good soldiers, follow orders. Shout out to Commander Faye. Um, <laughs> so I, I think, yeah, I, I don't think we necessarily, I don't think we need to see the temple. No. side of order 66 ever again um i think if it, it could be individual with some of the older uh jedi where you have that perspective of uh a basically an obi-wan kenobi story of what do you do when you've lost that family that structure mm-hmm. how do you go about it like you know we know east Koth became a priest okay that's his way of giving back to the galaxy in a way that's no longer being a Jedi. How do other Jedi cope with that? Cal trying to restore the order and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, or I wonder too, like, did any of them, um, especially since this is being explored in the higher public more, you know, did any of them try to go to other kind of force believer systems and mm-hmm. hide with them, knowing that they might be able to gain sympathy from them? Right. Did any of them, you know, say, go to, like, say, the Guardians of the Wills and ask, for their protection um and i think that could be especially like even 
interesting because you know Bay says there are no Jedi here anymore which mm. I know Jedi was at one point a really big that could just be like general but it would also be interesting to consider like what if there were you know Jedi who hid in the wills and were eventually discovered or had to move on because they feared discovery and didn't want that to come back on all of them and I feel like you could you could definitely look at that and put that in a path show I bet Jedi at one point was like maybe towards the be towards the beginning like uh, let's put a date on it like let's say like a couple of months after revenge of the sith jetta is a hot spring of just like that's where you go mm. like all the jedi are there and that's where the path starts like eventually it starts in jetta and then it becomes too big like quinlan tries to show up it. there exactly and, like, yes like... like all these jedi have Besides, obviously, Obi Wan and, and Yoda, because narratively they, you you can't really you can't do that. yeah you can't really yeah. do that with those two characters. But like giving these Jedi where where the path begins, because we don't really know much about the path, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's something that I feel like if you want more Jedi stories in that era, you could do the path. Just do the path. Do the path of give me the Quinlan more... Riva show. It's right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just. Exactly. Or put it in Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The one Survivor I mean, well. kind of, yeah, yeah kind of good to go off of that is I think it would be interesting, like, like Emily said, like, you know, where Jedi go to other people who would have sympathy, and then also the Empire like raining down on these religious, you know, that have literally have no connection to the Jedi themselves, but there is like mm-hmm. just that like little dangle of like, oh, but you believe in the Force, and we can't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think like exploring before order 66 right like because we definitely get it in the clone wars and we get it a little bit in the bad batch but i think you know having stuff like i remember people talking about this a while back is that you know when when count when jedi fallen order was coming out like another jedi that survived order 66 and like people saying every time a jedi survives it takes away from the impact of order 66 um and i i don't necessarily agree or disagree with that but i also would like more context to that like uh, i love a good forbidden lover story uh of like someone who was in love with a jedi on coruscant and got wind of what was about to happen and got them out and was like you need to leave the temple within the week and we can't tell anyone or it'll screw everything up uh, and then the plans will ch- because the, M- the the republic's plans will change and getting them out of there before that and then the that jedi having to deal with the trauma of like i abandoned my friends but it was the only way to save myself and it was the only way to save the person i cared about um like stories like that before order 66 happening. i i i do when people say like that the more jedi that survive it lessens the um uh, like the impact of Order 66. If they are a Legends fan, I find it hypocritical. <laughs> uh, also, I, I don't really understand how people realistically thought only like three people survived Order 66. Like, I'm sorry, that's right. kind of on right. you. Because even like both in Legends and in Canon, when you know, like Vader's trying to hunt down like remaining Jedi, and Palpatine's was like, okay so like 10 survived who cares they're not a threat to us you know uh palpatine was on to bigger and better things and vader was just in his petty revenge mode trying to find kenobi but Mm -hmm. you know i i think that 
when you have around 10,000 Jedi and let's say 100 survive, Palpatine and Vader succeeded. Like, yeah, what, what do you think the, the if you were to make scared a, them enough, they're not going to reorganize. No, you can see <laughs> they that. They can't can even that. reorganize. Yeah. No, you see that in Kenobi. Like when that lone Jedi shows up and goes, we have to fight back. And no, Obi-Wan straight up says, Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. The war's over. Like, we're done fighting. Like yeah. that, there's there's no coming back from this, right? And one of my lightsaber and buried it in the ground. One yeah, of my favorite scenes in Rebels is Yoda talking to Ezra and telling him to go to Malakor, and he's like, "Look, there are ten thousand of us. I screwed up, and we all died." Yeah, just to like by just a ballpark. How many Jedi do you think survived? I'd say a hundred. I, I, I think I think a hundred. Ten thousand. I I would say eighty. I think we're. Oh, in, I would not play that low. I I'd think put it at hundred. I think we're in the fifty to a hundred range. Like in the Darth Vader comic, there. I think that list is like twenty ish, and that's just the ones they know. And obviously, there were you know there could have been Padawans that survived and yep, people right. that were on the yeah. barrage. Well, would, I'd be confident or, saying low one hundreds. Yeah, like not everyone was. Also, me not been have been in a place because, like, I have to assume, like, even though it was like the Clone Wars, I have to assume they still had some Jedi in like the temples that they describe in like the Rep- High Republic that mm-hmm. were like tending to them had a Padawan, so they might not. And if they didn't have clones, they might not have even known until maybe they got Obi Wan's message that said like, do yeah. not come back to the temple, like, well, do not you, trust. Well, and also think about uh, Cal's uh, um. What's her name? Seer. Seer. Yeah, Seer. Her master. He was off doing uh, excavation shit mm. during the Clone Wars. Like well, you there's get... Jedi that 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 are doing that, and I you... mean Joe Costa knew is also. You get the one in the Vader comics with the when Vader gets his uh, kyber crystal, who's to have it yeah. the bear's bow, and he's yeah. hiding off on a planet, and Vader has to yeah, go kill Kira him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's there's a lot of ways that you can. Yeah, Kenny said can... 25, 25%. I think that's a little bit too much. 
but I mean, yeah, I then, like ten percent. Yeah. Also, I will ten or, say. 10, or, ten or less percent. I think is is a devastating blow and obliteration of the Jedi. And I, I, I do think like at some point, it, like I don't think we'll ever get to that many stories. But like, if it's like, oh, this Jedi survived, this Jedi survived. It is like I think the point that people try to make is like at some point we make it where it was more of an attack on the Jedi than a destruction of the Jedi. Um, and I will say this. Um, and I kind of contradict myself when I think about it now, but I used to think like, okay, if we have all these Jedi, right? Why in the fuck didn't they just like, after the Death Star blew up the first one and they heard the name Skywalker, they're like, huh, heard that name before. Well, you don't I think mean, they would have joined up? It if depends like, on how old they are. So, like, I know in Legends, because we don't really have a lot of information on Luke's temple. Um, Luke's, one of the two or three of the Jedi Council members on Luke's uh, High Council were Tarasa and Crook, who were both from the Republic. They're just species are able to live a long time. And, like, we don't ever get any real answers as to what they were doing during the rebellion but when it came time to like the empires defeated a new jedi orders back they came out of Hiding. hibernation essentially and we're just like yeah i'm ready to do it so they could have been in that position because you know to take down the empire you have to start a war you have to go on the offensive you're you're not and in a position to just defend people when like you could when you are under the re- uh, umbrella of the Republic. So if any older Jedi realized what, 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 where they went wrong, that's why they just stayed where they were. Yeah. Well, right on the money. Fair. And then, I mean, when you think about the Republic, yeah, they were defending the people, but for the rebellion, you have to sacrifice everything to overthrow yeah. the empire, everything, your I mean, life, your friends, your family, everything. I mean, if you watch, no, go yeah. ahead. Em. Well, no, because like that's why, like, I mean, the idea of why didn't the Jedi join is the same of why didn't any per other person who didn't join the rebellion join? No, no, you know? that's fair. I'm, that's it, really fair. It, it, yeah, like what uh, Char was saying, you have to give up everything. Your life might be okay under the Empire. We see in like the Princess and the Scoundrel how yep. some people, especially those who are rich, like it honestly does not matter to them who is in charge because well, they're yeah. making money anyway. Their life is fine. It goes back to the Mayfield scene in the Mando season two. Mm. Well, and also DJ well, in... I was Last about Jedi. to say, I will for- yeah, defend DJ's- Canto Bite. Yeah. One of the yeah, most it- important scenes in Star Wars. For some people, it we just can have that doesn't conversation, matter. I would and love you're, to. If you're in maybe an outer rim planet, if you're a Jedi who's in hiding... You might just be like, if I fail, I'm dead for sure because the Empire Mm. finds out I'm a Jedi. So I'll just wait it out. And then if the New Republic wins, then fine, I can figure it out. But if the Empire stays, I need to make sure that I am protected. No, no. Everyone in the Rebellion is sacrificing. I mean, Luthen Real's speech lives rent free Mm -hmm. in my head. Mm -hmm. Like, I burn myself for a sunrise I'll never see. Yeah, they're yeah. sacrificing their freedom. They're sacrificing their future. They're sacrificing everything that they love dearly and close to them in well, order to take down the tyranny that's tearing up the galaxy and making out the Jedi and were once warriors now well, in the shredders. Well, and the other thing is, is though, if you watch Rebels, like the next episode that we are going to be covering is the call, and you see Kanan and Ezra on the offensive. Mm-hmm. Like that's not traditional Jedi. 
teachings and like you have to adapt and i feel like the jedi that might have survived that's why they didn't join up because they couldn't adapt because they were like this is these are the teachings that we were that we were taught a a they're too they they just are stuck in their ways or b they're too afraid as we're talking about that that could if you've experienced if you've experienced the violence of the Clone Wars, you might just not be yeah. wanting to fight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, right. That's also, it's like, you just might yeah. not want to have another war if you just, if you spent like a big chunk of your life, or like not, but like if you spent years fighting one, you might not be so inclined to join into one, especially one that seemed like it was not going to work. Well, yeah, and, the, and, you also, <laughs> and you can also say the same thing um, for, the clone, for the clones. Like, people mm-hmm. are like, why didn't more clones join up? Well... I don't know See how it ended. Like, like, yeah. what are we really gonna throw those guys? Like, I mean, look at the episode in Rebels when they when Kanan shows up and Wolf freaks out and PTSD. Like, mm-hmm. you really want those guys on in the rebel? Like, I mean, some of them are okay, but like, not no. all of them are gonna be okay to do that type of stuff. Yeah, they have PTSD, and and it's and they spent you know years of their and like yeah. once again, if the if as we see in the Bad Batch, they're also getting rid of the clones then that's also added layer that like i'm not going to go against the empire because i saw what they did to the other people like me so why would i do that when i could just continue to live here see how this plays out and then i'm sure the new republic will be fine with me which i'm I'm very curious of what cody's going to be doing once all the conscripted soldiers come into play with the empire i mean even beyond that kicks true because he got hibernated and jumped in the hyperspace. He doesn't oh, even know what happened. What about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Dooku's puppet just by, uh... he's, he's he's found by uh, Sir Captain Sidon. Yeah, because he tries to investigate what happened to Fives, and then he gets jumped in the hyperspace and gets hibernated. Forget, was that a, was that a that comic, the right? It was like and the then, Crimson Corsair and like Dooku's and lost then, treasure then, or something like that. And Kicks comes out of hibernation, right? Yeah, in the sequel. Yeah, era. in the sequels. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude! Yeah. That. That like would in be the oh goddamn! I'm like eighty. I'm supposed to be eighty. Damn, that's crazy. I wonder how. <laughs> yeah, his hibernation sickness. sickness what did the Jedi win? No, no. <laughs> oh, did we win? Uh, well, you know, well, it depends on. They didn't. From let me show point of how view. They lost. <laughs> Directed by Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> And then and then Bulio comes in. You lost the war. Directed by Trapper Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Really into that's his side project. He really just is a part of like the New Republic stuff to fund his (laughs) his uh, his Jedi uh, story that he's filming. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! Well, Chris, I think that might be a good ending point for this this first discussion yeah yeah i say we give our final thoughts um yeah so uh we'll we'll see uh what goes on uh in the mando season three whether this conversation uh off off this two second clip was necessary in the sense of it wasn't actually order 66 i really hope it was the dark saber retrieval i think everyone here can agree that we don't need to see more uh padawans and younglings getting murdered um and uh we'll see as long as the narrative uh relevance and impact is fresh in in a in a order 66 
post order 66 scenario uh i i think we're good but it, it shouldn't just be done for having it in said media yeah Although I will say the one of the best Order sixty six scenes did not come in any Star Wars visual media. It was in the comics when uh, what was his name Farron Barr flipped it on the Inquisitors. That was awesome. Yeah, that's it. What, what if he did? What, <laughs> imagine he's like revive Order sixty six. He's like, oh hey, how are you? And then his old buddy buddy, and they're like Vader, get him. That's essentially what he did with the Inquisitors. He was just like mind trick, Order sixty six, and the clones turned on the Inquisitors. I was like, oh, that's that's smart. Yeah, that's smart. Anakin, big brain, perfect ratio. Uh, Chase, I think I did. Oh no! I know. Can you hear me? We yeah. Went, we were we were we went so well for so long, and then we get to the end. Can can you hear me now? Yeah. Can hear you. We yeah, can't really we, see you. Yeah. Okay. You guys are all going in and out for me. Your your cameras are. Uh, but if you can hear me, um, is... oh, no, Chase. <laughs> Chase, can you hear We're me? Going there you go. No, that's better. That's better. All right now, talk. Am... Oh no. <laughs> no. I can. No. No. I can still hear you guys. I can hear you. Can you Wait, hear me? I think I think you're good. I think you're good, Chase. Am I good? I've I've heard everything you guys have said. <laughs> every every time you stop to say that, you're good. But you then stop it then. You're like you're good. <laughs> you're no longer good. The, the end of this conversation. Not the end go, of this. Go go M. Go M. I'll I'll hopefully this will be solved. Okay, well, M. Better. Um I've I've approached this conversation with a lot of nuance, so I'm just going to end by quoting Taylor Swift. When it comes to Order 66, get it off my desk. (laughs) (laughs) Get that shit out of here. I'm kind of over it. I think we need a little bit of a break. Um, And then, you know, we can return, like we were saying, with some fresh narratives, with some maybe fresh takes on it. But I think for for the time being, just a little bit of a... A break. Oh, yeah, <laughs> go I ahead like and you. go ahead and just close that laptop, Dave. <laughs> go ahead and log off. <laughs> Chase, I'm assuming Ravioli is the name of your cat, right? It's my roommate's cat. My cat okay. is named Lilybuck, and she's sweet. Oh, baby. Um, the but if 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 I'm back, uh, yeah, you're back. Go, you, go, guys, go. you guys were black yeah. squares for a while, and I could hear everything I'm you guys were saying. So, <laughs> yeah, this is all your fault. From you're, my you're end, good. this was your fault. Um, <laughs> you're good for now, so let's. From my point of view, the Jedi were evil. Before everything else like shits the bed. Uh, my perspective is uh, number one: wait and see. You know, maybe this is going to be another Order sixty sixteen, and maybe it's going to have a lot of emotional weight. Maybe it's going to change some perspectives on it. Um, who knows? We have two months to figure that out. Um, but no, I, I do think the overall, my overall perception is like, I don't think it's necessary to show us the actions of Order 66 again, but I do think it is a topic that is worth exploring and will always be worth exploring. Um, and I think as long as it's done tastefully and by people who actually care about the situation and want to tell a important story about it, keep going. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things like it's never a bad story until it becomes a bad story. So if it just gets tasteless and, and boring and we cater to 
certain aspects of the fandom, then it's like, okay, now you're just going to write a bad story. But if we're going to be like, Hey, let's keep telling stories like the story of Rex and Ahsoka during order 66. Let's keep mm. telling stories like crosshair uh, and the bad batch. Like these are good stories that involve order 66 heavily and they're worth telling. But just to be like, you know what? Anakin Skywalker in order yeah. 66. That is, we need we need to find out all of his footing. We need to know every direction the lightsaber was slashed. Like, no, we don't need that. Right. And we need resistance season three. So actually, that's fact. You know, I can get behind that one. Yes. Yes. Uh Harris. I mean, everyone hit the nail on the head. What what can it what could further be said about this? Uh I think I agree with Luke that like Order 66 depends on the characters involved and what are we going to tell? Like I'm sorry, Book of Boba Fett is still my least favorite because it literally served zero purpose at all, and it was just like supposed to tease us for Mando season three. Why even include it? I saw but... Oppo again. Okay, I like Oppo. <laughs> you know what, Chris? At least you got some satisfaction out of it. At least, at least I got a good thumbnail out of it. Yeah, got, there are some there are some W's in here occasionally, but still, what? I think Order sixty six is again a topic that is so deep and layered, but it's like. I think Twitter is not the platform to have it on because it, Twitter is so surface level that we remove yeah. all the nuances and context to everything mm-hmm. and people just immediately just do into that. So like, I think this platform right here is perfect for these kind of conversations. And I think I'm glad we had this conversation because it was like worth having oh, overall. Jar. So two things. One, okay. I would really like if it was a, the dark saber retrieval because here, this could be like a, a theory. So what if so when Mando goes to Mandalore to um um heal his or whatever his transgressions were um to bec- uh, become a Mandalorian a true Mandalorian once again um and what since Grogu is finally rediscovering his powers and rekindling what he once was what if he discovers that he has force psychometry and he touches mm-hmm. one of those um old rusty Mandalorian the helmets dark saber mm-hmm Oh, I mean, I feel like he will put his hand on one of the Mandalorian helmets and he's able to envision what it was like back when Tar Vizsla was going we to be We are a figment of your imagination. <laughs> oh, no, no, not, not Tar Vizsla, Tar Vizsla. I'm talking about like when the Mandalorians went to co- reclaim the Darksaber. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then two, we could also see how Grogu escaped, but he wasn't, I don't think he was saved by anyone. So think about this though. What if he was being protected or he was like in the middle of the chaos and then one of the clones gets cut down and the helmet comes over Grogu and like he's hiding under a clone helmet. Because I mean the clone helmet could fit him. It could wrap around him and people would never notice. Wait. I mean, okay. Are you saying Grogu be, yeah. with a clone helmet on people wouldn't No, notice? like if a clone Oh, that's even down. okay. Hold on. Time out. That if people are going to bitch about Obi-Wan uh, putting uh Leia in a fucking goddamn trench coat, people are going to lose their minds about that. Trust me, that's not going to Or, that, or wait, even even better. Off. The fact that there's apparently face changing technology that Obi-Wan uses in the Clone Wars and it's never once used again in Star Wars. No, because think about this though. Because what if the clone gets cut down, the helmet goes goes over Grogu, and the way he's able to see all that stuff happen before him is because he's covered by something. 
Shit,可以,這是個我想比,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知道,你知
uh, no longer with us, but we thank you uh, the for their contribution. Rest in peace. Well, I, 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 okay, they're they're no longer with us right now we on the screen. They went to go do to other things with their Jesus families. Uh, thank you to Chase and M. Uh, let the people know where they can find you on all the social media platforms. Emily. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Stardust M on uh, TikTok at Stardust M. And you can listen to my podcast, Kessel Run Relay. Uh, my host made a, my, my co-host made a very exciting announcement today. That's their personal life, but you guys should go support them. Um, and also everyone go follow Alden Ehrenreich on Instagram. He made an Instagram recently. His, his flip phone era deal. is, is over. And he now is on Instagram, and he has like 500 followers right now. So, get on on the ground floor. A maybe, bit. yeah, maybe maybe he'll start following people after a thousand. Who knows? I maybe I M, told him when maybe, he had like maybe, 36. So maybe 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 M will be. I follow like, him at 66. That's just a bad sign. Oh, <laughs> was Han Solo during Order 66. <laughs> he, he was. I think canonically 10 years old, so he may have had a Jedi action figure. Remember, he was supposed to be Revenge of the Sith originally, the young little boy with Chewbacca. Why? I don't know. Uh, he was in he was quite literally probably in the trenches of Corellia. Yeah. There was, and that's a planet that we don't really get much from. Midnight Horizon, read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, besides Midnight Horizon, but I mean like in the Clone Wars. Like we don't oh, really yeah. know much because it's like they're literally building Benedict. But uh anyway, uh Chase. Uh, you can just follow me on TikTok at Forward Into the Black, where I talk about Star Wars and Star Citizen. Um, yeah, that's that's about it for me, Chris. I definitely want to talk to you about Canto Bite. Oh well, yeah, we can. <laughs> but uh, you you guys know our whole thing. Follow Harith everywhere at Harith Productions or Harith underscore Edits. Follow Char Char J at everything. Well, you know, damn, we didn't get to see where the good people want to follow you. Like, I the mean, whole nine yards. It's not, it's not really. Over, it's like not, Luke, Luke, you're lacking. You're lacking. You're lacking. You're lacking. Would you just shut? <laughs> All right. Don't, don't make me do it. I'll do it. I have the button. Yeah. We're now ready to make a flip off the camera. I have the button too, bud. This isn't really our thing. It's a collaborative thing. Um, so I don't really know how to do the whole ending part of it. So thank you everyone for joining us. I hope you all enjoyed the conversation and I hope you all have a wonderful night and weekend for our, all of us here at the Law Wands. Oh, for, li for, for light and for life. We are all the Republic. And may the force be with you. And there are more of us. Always. always. And there will be more of Order 66. Always. Bye. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. 
Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.